On this episode of Documental, I'm speaking with Jory. Jory, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Let's talk about e-commerce. Let's say there's somebody that is getting started with this field. They want to start messing around with some stores, maybe on Shopify or ClickFunnels. What advice do you have for them from a very basic standpoint, just to get started? Well, there's a lot of different skills that go into it. Um, there's a few basic things that I would recommend. Number one, you need to know marketing. You need to know human psychology, why people purchase. Um, one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of beginners get into or get trapped into is they're selling um, the features over the benefits of a product. And they think that, oh, well, this specific attribute makes something cool. Why don't I tell people about that? Whereas in reality, people don't care about what the product is. They care about the solution that the product offers. And that's something that I would kind of advise people to include in the copy and, you know, the ad creative and everything that you're putting forth in your offer. That's definitely one main thing. And number two, I would say is test a lot because as a beginner, there's just inevitably going to be variables you don't understand. And the only way to really um, get past those hurdles is to test and figure it out yourself. And you're probably going to lose a bit of money at the start. You're probably going to fail, but at the end, it's probably going to be worth it if you keep with it. So it seems like these skills need to be built with time through somebody's experimentation online, maybe reading some books. Do you have any resources that you would recommend that people get started? Uh, just to figure out if it's right for you before you try and spend any money on any books or courses, just go on YouTube, figure out how the model works. I mean, that's what I did. There's a lot of really good free information out there on the web. You can read some articles about Facebook advertising. Um, you can go on YouTube and, you know, look up how to start a Shopify store, basic stuff like that. And then you compile all of the, um, bare bones puzzle pieces together and then once you have that foundation built, you can start testing yourself. And when you run into problems from there, that's when you can, you know, kind of figure out who's a qualified source, who should I be taking information from? And from there, I, that's what I would recommend. Yeah, I mean, there's so many resources out there, especially YouTube. Right. You can learn so much for free. <laughs> it's, it's amazing the time that we live in. It really is. So I guess that's advice uh, beyond e-commerce. If you want to learn anything, check out YouTube first for the basics and then you'll Absolutely. refine with time. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree hundred percent. Also, you mentioned something interesting where you need to be um, aware of who's a credible source, right? Like there's all the people that are selling things, uh, especially in e-commerce that might not be the best way to do it. So um, that's probably another good point that listeners should take into account. Yeah, uh, one thing that I've learned is, you know, is that source backed by other sources in the same area doing the same thing? <laughs> if there's a guy that, you know, it's like on Twitter or YouTube or something, and you don't see any other people that are doing the same thing as that person supporting or recommending or associating with that person, that's a very good sign that that person isn't what they say they are. Um, and at the same time, you do have to have a bit of common sense with this. Um, you know, some people just aren't that, that smart when it comes to figuring out who's a credible source and who's not. Do, your, do a little bit of your own research and, you know, you should be good to go in that department. 
Yeah, due diligence goes a long way, especially in online business. What are some mistakes to avoid in e-commerce? Um, man, there's so much stuff that runs through my head. Um, a lot, a big thing is that people will price their products way too low off the start, uh, especially when it comes to, you know, items that can have a lot of perceived value, things like bracelets, things like watches, anything that you can kind of associate with high class or luxury. Um, it's actually a detriment sometimes to price those lower because it removes the perceived value. It, it makes it seem cheap. And that's the last thing that you want to do. Um, a general rule of thumb that I'll see is that you, or that I'll say rather, is that you want to price it three to four times what it costs you to purchase wherever you're getting it. If you're sourcing it from AliExpress, um, eBay, wherever it is, you want to make sure that you have enough money, especially when you're a beginner, because you know, you're probably not going to be very good at paid traffic. So you want to have that extra bit of money to run paid traffic to your offer. So three to four times, I would say, for your price point, that's uh, a beginner mistake. You, you want to make sure you leave enough money, um, a little enough wiggle room to cover your mistakes. Makes a lot of sense, Jory. And I'm just thinking right now on the top of my head, what are other things that people should be looking for when they're trying to get the right product, right? The right niche. So you're saying, you know, get the right pricing. I'm assuming probably a very passionate audience as well, right? People that yes, are, of course. Yeah. You know. um, a lot of times people will say, hey, well, they'll come to my DMs on Twitter or something. They'll say, hey, what product should I sell? And I always respond with find a market. You got to find the market. You got to do your market research. And once you do your market research, products reveal themselves to you in a way. You're going to figure out what the market's pain points are, what problems they have. If you understand the things that they do in their day-to-day -day life, things that you know give them genuine issues, there's going to be products out there that solve those. And you want to drive those home in your copy, in your descriptions, even with your images too. If you can find a way to get your images conveying um, a problem-solving solution, that's also something you can use to set yourself apart. That's such a good point. Now that I think about it, <laughs> because yeah. you know, if you do your research, if you know your market so well, writing copy, doing emails, you know, all this stuff is so easy. You don't even have to see the product because you just know what it's going to do for your the the followers, the audience, the people. Of course. And another way you can do that is you can look at competitors. You know, if there's a competitor's Facebook page selling the same type of product as you, and they're running ads, chances are they're making money with those ads. So, you know, you can take a look at those, see what their copy is, see what their ads, uh, their creatives are, and kind of base it off that. If you have, like, no understanding, you can go on forums, um, things like that. Facebook groups are also a good way. There's, there's definitely a lot of different mediums to go out and find your market and, you know, what they're all about. Yeah, this is super helpful for listeners. You actually started doing something really interesting, Jory, um, kind of creating your own stores for people where you – fill out uh, the copy, the product, the images. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, it was kind of in my mind, like a one-off thing, like, Hey, um, I haven't built a Shopify store in a little while. Let me just do it. And I'm so confident in the results that I'm, you know, going to bring people. I was like, Hey, I'll refund all the money if you don't 
make your money back with paid advertising because like I know what I'm doing. Um, and it's, I think it's a good way to build trust with my audience on Twitter and, you know, my followers. So that's something that I was doing. And then also there's not a whole lot of competition doing it on Twitter. I know Scotty and Nate have blue ocean, but that's kind of a different level. Um, they have, you know, you know, experts across the field, you know, building their boss builders and stuff. Mine was kind of, again, just like, you know, the one-off thing where I give you the domain name, the, the name of the store, the products, the market, the angle, the images, you know, the bare bones stuff that you would need to start running the, the store yourself. That's the beauty of having somebody so knowledgeable in the field because for the, for the person that's going to start the store and getting it from you or whoever, the learning curve is cut immensely. I mean, you, you get to fail faster, right? Absolutely. You get, to, you get to start A and B and testing all the products and getting a feel for the Shopify store faster than it would on your own. So that's the beauty of having somebody that's legitimate in the field. Absolutely. So Jory, um, just to close the interview, do you want to give listeners an idea where they can find you online and maybe any background? Absolutely. So my Twitter is at Delvage Designs. And, you know, on my Twitter, I'm kind of doing whatever, discussing e-commerce, discussing how to make money online, you know, the basic stuff that everybody else is doing nowadays, but with my own personal twist. Um, and then you can get on my email list, email.obizresults.com. Join the list. I'm, I'm writing emails about specific stuff that I'm learning along the way. And that's generally where I would say, uh, you should find me for online business stuff. Of course, maybe two years ago, I would have recommended you my graphic design portfolio, but I've kind of ventured on from that at this point. So, yeah. Got it. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Of course. I appreciate it.